Cheers. And here we go again. Welcome back to the Dead Red Herring Podcast. Yes, with uh, me, Magnus, and with you. And with me, Roland. And we have a special guest today, all the way from Australia. It's Fair Jacob Day. I don't know what the fuck that accent was. <laughs> do I. Jesus Christ, it stinks in here. What did you do to that horse? <laughs> hey, that's my beating horse. You leave that one alone. <laughs> Could you at least try to spray some deodorant every now and again? No, you need that natural musk. <laughs> it gets us in this hallucinogenic ranting mode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a man <Yeah>. of culture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we have here with us Dave from Down Under. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ferdinkum Dave. <laughs> yes, Ferdinkum Dave. I don't know why everyone does the accent for Australia. <laughs> it's like when people... I don't know if people actually can do the accent for Swedish. <laughs> I don't think most people realize there is a Swedish accent. We just look at Swedish chef and go, hurdy, dirty, hurdy, dirty. Dirty, 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 dirty. It, there, there's nothing lamer than the Swedish accent for the English. Nah. It, it's just so cringeworthy. Welcome to Sweden. I hope you're having a good time. It's like a retarded donkey or something. <laughs> you're not wrong. It really sounds like this to speaking to a special education student. Welcome to Sweden. We really <laughs> like to have you here. <laughs> 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 Hello, my name is Olaf, and I am special. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to watch Frozen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, Pretty much. Now, I actually listened to uh, an interesting uh, video with uh, Slyvoj Zizek, if you know about him. He's a philosopher. Know. Really interesting guy. I can. I don't agree with most of the things he say, but sometimes he actually comes with these nuggets. And in this case, he was actually talking about how uh, political correctness could actually lead to more conflict than resolving conflict. And as an example, he said that him being from the former Yugoslavia, that whenever people, ex-Yugoslavians, meet, it's sort of like they they start insulting each other N- not I- in a sense of are oh, you fucking bosnian you it's more like they they meet and they do all these dirty jokes about each other hmm. and i i think that's sort of relatable because when you have a, a group of really good friends you usually just throw around insults and shit but you know that the person saying it it has a uh, it, it's a joke yeah and Slavoj's point was that one way to actually combat racism is to have this sort of allowance for the sort of heartfelt, hard racist kind of jokes not to sort of create a proximity to real racism. And I agree about this. And one of the things he said is that whenever he meets someone new, he asked them to say some dirty joke about themselves. <laughs> so, Dave, please, do a dirty joke about Australians. Oh, shit, Sam, if you're really going for New Zealand, because they love to fuck sheep, it's their favourite thing. <laughs> uh, the, only, the, the thing is, Australians are known for is getting shit-faced drunk. Uh, <laughs> now we get shit-faced drunk, we wake up on the beach, we're probably still high as shit from the night before, and we're going, where the fuck did we get up here? And then we meet Jim Bob down the road for another beer. <laughs> like, we're the most laid-back species because we just don't care. Perfect. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> it's nice don't caring sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to be racist towards an Australian because the attitude is get drunk or chill the fuck out. <laughs> it's like, how do you insult basically a fucking hippie? Uh, <laughs> you take away their drugs. Yeah, exactly. The difference between a hippie and an Australian is one actually bathes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the Australian, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right there. <laughs> we, we just go for a dive in the water, we'll be right. Now we go fight off a shark. <laughs> get out from the water, go punch a kangaroo. <laughs> well, we get, we got to make sure we breathe throw those cuss. Throw around a platypus. How hard is to find a platypus? Fuck, I swim deep. <laughs> 
<laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably just one like really ponds out in the middle of fucking nowhere that no one lives. And yeah, they, they lay eggs. They're a mammal, but they lay eggs. The only mammal that does this. It's just, it was created to fuck with us. Yeah. <laughs> Stop confusing me, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's got a duck's bill, a beaver's tail. It's got claws. It lays eggs instead of live babies. No one understands this animal. <laughs> but doesn't the male also have poison glands? Maybe. I haven't heard yeah, that one. I think it does in, in the claws. Yeah. <laughs> that does surprise Little me. Little shit. <laughs> Ever wonder why Darwin was bald? Yeah. <laughs> Came to Australia and was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Just pulling his hair out. The fuck's with this giant lizard? It doesn't breathe fire. It can't be a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But it's all fun and games. Oh, yeah. Until the government gets involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's always fun and games. So they come in. Like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, uh, we want some taxes after you die. <laughs> we want to steal your shit, in other words. We're not happy you had a good Yo. life. Yo, man, I, w- I need some taxes. <laughs> Yo, man, I can't afford giving someone a pay rise. I need some taxes from your grandpa after he's dead. <laughs> I, I already gave you taxes. What did you do with that money? No, it's gone, man. I'm on cocaine and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't argue with that. Exactly. Right? Uh, but that's not what we were supposed to talk about today. No, no, we're not supposed to talk about how much I of a joke my government is. <laughs> I, I guess one thing, just one, one last thing, speaking of the uh, Australian government... How did that emu war go? <laughs> well, since they took our guns away, we still haven't won it. It's currently a peace treaty. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, their claws could rip your guts out, and the government refused to pay for the armor we needed to fight with maces. So now we've just got a peace treaty going. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ceasefire at the moment, yeah. I guess. <laughs> 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 there you have it. Uh. Yeah. But um, do tell us a bit about yourself, Dave. Okay. Well, <coughs> Jesus Christ, I need to clear my throat. Oh, you're going to have fun turning that one down. Uh, basically, I'm just a typical Australian. I grew up uh, lower class. My family had part time work. Oh, we had full time work, but I wasn't well paying. I worked in um, aged care. My dad worked in mental health. So I've got to see both sides of that. <clears throat> Oh, we must have a drink here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got uh, coffee. <laughs> I got like half a glass of soft drink. Um, mm. So I lived pretty poor, went to public school, wasn't nothing, wasn't anything fancy there. Basically, my parents told me to think outside the box, so that's why I do think the uh, political ideas I have, I was raised Christian without uh, actually being Christian. Um, and we believe to keep the traditions alive, which is why you see me joke about things like the emu war and drop bears. Uh, <laughs> the good stuff. You gotta eat Vegemite, you know, it's the only way to keep them off you. You're <laughs> allergic to it. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I finished high school, not much to do, so I started YouTube, started Twitter, and Twitter's how I met you guys because I shit posted and I had some interesting political views online. So, yeah, it's basically, <laughs> and we eventually got to hear from me shit posting yeah. on Twitch. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wondrous place, the internet. Oh, yes. You can make a deconnection you never thought were possible. <laughs> Such as two Swedish Swedish people. Yep. Sound like goddamn elves. And if someone thought of me, nah. It's not your hand treat. That better not be goddamn LSD in my lunch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's not LSD. DMT, though. <laughs> I don't want to see them clockwork elves. I saw what Alex Jones said. <laughs> I, I ain't meeting reptilian overlords <laughs> oh Alex Jones the oh. most memeable man alive mm. uh, so true uh, <laughs> walking meme yeah speaking of memes we have the issue of content creation today and how for some reason no matter what you do somehow it ends up being sort of controversial yeah and that, that was a smooth segue. Yeah, I know. I'm great at those, ain't I? <laughs> <laughs> For sometimes. 
Uh, as graceful as a fucking hippo in a tutu. <laughs> I mean, they're very graceful until you get them to try and do a dance. Then that's when the problem comes in. Not good on two feet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pretty ballerina. <laughs> oh, dear. Only if you talk to a feminist. But why would you? <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Actually, I don't even think you need to speak to them. You'll hear them scream across the room. So it's like, eh. Yeah, you're trying to buy a hot dog. Misogyny! He's got a dick in red! Uh, <laughs> it's like, you hear them come and in the same way as in Jurassic Park when they see the water glass a boom! 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 <laughs> it's true, they do move in herds. <laughs> Imagine Trigglypuff walking down there. Walking? <laughs> okay, rolling. Sorry. You <laughs> see me rolling. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Oh, thank God this is a popular would catch so much flack. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Fitting for the topic. But that's, <laughs> that's part of the fun. I mean, oh, yeah. this, this actually embodies the whole thing that... We're creating content. It's kind of edgy. We're being <laughs> facetious. Even though we know we're just joking, someone's going to be offended and it's going to be a whole lot of re. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just way too mm-hmm. common. What happens when you get offended? Oh, your feelings are upset. Go have a coffee. You're not going to care in 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and offense is not given, it is taken. Yeah. So, I mean, if someone gets offended by our really stupid jokes, it's on them, not on us. <laughs> that's my opinion, at least. That, that sounds like a you problem, chief. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, like you look at Australians. We have like the Amy Wars we said, the drop pairs, the shrimp on the barbie, the awful accents. Could you imagine we got triggered every time someone did a bad accent? We'd be able to pair our fucking nuclear power plant with just our rage. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we had enough. <laughs> it's a goddamn broad motherfucker. Learn English. <laughs> we don't have shrimp. But then again, to be honest, you guys have the ultimate weapon to use. Suck. You have koalas. Those fuckers blow up by themselves. <laughs> They don't blow up, they, just, they hide the tree, you know, they're like ninjas, but really fucking lazy. They're sitting there, ferret tree, munching on some eucalyptus, waiting for some Japanese tourist who didn't listen, and I just dive bomb. <laughs> Here's some kamikaze, Here's some kamikaze for you. Revenge for Pearl Harbor. Fire! <laughs> Murder koalas. <laughs> Jesus. Is there anyone that's made a <laughs> B movie about murdering koalas? I think there actually was. I think there was one. Really? Yeah, I think it was like an indie uni student film. Shit, I have to, I have to Google that. But yeah, I think there was. I think it was one that was made. Oh, jeez, I gotta see that. <laughs> I remember there's one really dumb Australian film where these Australian troops, because it turns out we had a uh, cougar, a pet cougar in the Australian military to keep morale up. And we lost it out in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> During World War Two. we lost it out in the wilderness. Oh, shit. <laughs> so anyway, there's a real group of troops that were sent out there to find this cougar. In this movie, they're bringing this massive machine around that they were told to try and track down the cougar. In reality, it's a time machine. And they get set back in time to try and stop the Nazis. Then somehow, the Nazis get the time machine, they go into the future, get UFOs, and so it's an entire time travel plot trying Holy to stop crap. the Nazis. It's so dumb. <laughs> like, the Nazis somehow got dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, shit! Oh, shit. That, that's sort of on par with Iron Sky. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Uh, Oh, we, we got some dumb oh, movies. Like, but also, Australian icon for us is Ned Kelly. This guy fought the law. It's like, hmm, other countries. We're going to have someone who helped our country become civilised. Our country. That guy's a fucking terrorist, but he stopped the corrupt police officers. Fucking Ned Kelly! <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he's continuing the tradition of you guys being convicts, so... Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, it's an old honourable tradition. <laughs> Look, the government robs you, it puts you in jail for no reason, may as well be a convict. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> the irony is the Americans weren't convicts, and yet they're more sceptical of the government than us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, strange that, eh? It really is. <laughs> but but interesting also when it comes to movies and stuff like that here in sweden at least when i was young one of the most popular things that you could see on tv during summer were different australian kids series yeah that's true actually oh, that's interesting and one. actually some some of the best tv series for kids that i have seen have been produced in australia Oh, that's true. That's really strange because I think last 10, 15 years ago, the Australian industry is basically dying. We don't have any original ideas. Um, hmm. Well, I suppose it was cheap to buy them, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but they were actually well made. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. <laughs> Look, we do have some... I, 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 go on. No, no, I'll keep going. We, ha- we have some great indie films. Like uh, there is um, Young Einstein. And basically it's this Australian version of Einstein trying to discover the way to make beer have bubbles and that's the entire plot and he ends up doing it through rock and roll i think <laughs> i've seen that one actually yeah, <laughs> yeah I need a, to check that one out it's a good one there's another one by same creator about ned kelly and he's just this outlaw trying to get money to pay for his hotel and he's just it's a modern age one so it's got a motorbike and everything it's great yeah. nice uh general that actually is something we could we keep going with. Actually, like that was back in I think like seventies, eighties. We had that big boom, and so like nineties to two thousands, we started getting Home and Away and other dramas that would continue for twenty plus years. And that's what's really oh, killed our industry. Yeah, yeah. I think Home Away's gone for like nineteen years now. Just ridiculous. But that's what's killed our industry is that we've put these safe bets on of these big series and not really making many new um, creative ones. Hmm. But correct me if I'm wrong here, but wasn't the first Mad Max made in Australia? Yeah, yeah, it was. And uh, I'm trying to remember the main actor for yeah. it. He did all his own stunts. So when you actually see the uh, bike run over his arm, that actually happened. And he felt that pain, that scene. Ooh. Uh, for M- Mel Gibson? Yeah, Mel Gibson, that's who it was. I don't know why I didn't know his name. Really? Yeah, yeah. He actually got oh. his um, arm <laughs> run over for that scene. Holy crap. Because I remember... Uh, the first time I saw Mad Max, it was the uh, Road Warrior, the second movie. Oh, yeah. And then I, I got my hands on the first one, and I, I was kind of surprised because it, they weren't really alike. <laughs> yeah, no, they were completely different in tone. But I really enjoyed the first one because it truly captured the, the what should I say, the post-apocalyptic, but still, like, you had the society left, and then you had the more not-so-much society part. <laughs> But I, I really like the contrast in that one. Yeah, it's 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 got the whole society still there, all the buildings are up, but it has the chaos of what you would have after Apocalypse, of people doing whatever they want to whoever they want. Hmm. Exactly. And yeah, it's a really good I, tale of revenge too, sorry I cut you off there, where... Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, so his wife gets killed and then he goes and gets this card designed to try and track down these outlaws and he just hunts them down and he kills them really interesting ways. And I remember the one. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> one, he has the petrol pouring into a light, and then it'll eventually go into a flame. And he handcuffs the guy to this car; it's about to explode. Gives him a hacksaw. He says, "You can either the uh, handcuffs will take you ten minutes to cut through. That'll blow up before then. You can try cutting through your hand; you'll be out within five, and you might live." <laughs> <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. I think there is a theory going around the Mad Max uh, series that it isn't really post-apocalyptic. It's just Australia, but out in the bush. <laughs> in the outback. Yeah. <laughs> so society still exists, but just not out there. Yeah, you know, you know the, the government's like, oh, I can't be fucked chasing those bands into the desert. Mad Max, go over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're chasing after him at some point they're like, nah, let him go no one survives out there <laughs> we don't want to waste the petrol out there and get stuck in the goddamn heat <laughs> <laughs> it's a waste oh my beer mate <laughs> uh, but yeah like the first one is really good the second one is apparently still good the third one's just terrible and then you have like the new one that came oh, I out I fucking hate this Beyond Thunderdome 
Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. Actually, it's it's so sad because the first part of Beyond Thunderdome, when he's actually in the town and everything, that's a really great part of the movie. That that could have been the whole movie. But then when he goes out and finds these fucking kids, that at that point sound like, what the fuck just happened? Hell, <laughs> <laughs> great there. Uh, then you have like the fourth one, which I've only read reviews for, and basically, Mad Max exists. But he's basically a mute, and it's all about this female character who's uh, useless. You mean the the new? Yeah, the uh, new one, the very new one, that came out like last year or two years ago now. No, Fury Road. Road. Fury Road. Road. I actually think that was a good movie. Right. There were parts of it that I really hated, like these four damsels or yeah. bitches, rather, because God, they were just so fucking annoying. I wished they died. <laughs> and, uh, what? What but reason I was I actually there think that them? they made a pretty fair. Uh, Mad Max. I think that Furiosa was a really interesting character, but she could have had a better arc. Uh, and, but the later part of the movie, when they meet up with the uh, nomads, that's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what I've heard from it starts off strong. Sorry, like that. And then ends well. No, 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 sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, it sounds a lot like these later movies. Like they don't have the creativity to keep up the movie. Like, in Beyond Thunderdome, all right, we have this thing, we have this thing. How the fuck are we going to end this? We, we don't have... No, we're spent. I don't know. Uh, kids, I don't know. And in Fury Road, like, all right, we have this chasing, and we all have this. What are we going to do now? Fuck if I know. <laughs> yeah, that's... feels kind of like it. Yeah, it does it's like look to put like. all their effort and energy and money on the first part and having these action scenes and just blowing the budget and it's like oh shit we need to wrap this up um shuffle cards <laughs> <laughs> so accurate yeah release for later films and really they're only using the mad max title because they know it's going to sell the movie there's nothing else behind it really that's the problem with the at least the newest one mm. yeah i i get a sense that too like uh, like the franchise the franchise sells mm-hmm mm. And I guess we can see that with the... Uh... Now I'm going to try to segue with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Segway! I mean, not to beat the this poor dead horse, but uh, with, with the Star Wars franchise. <laughs> oh, God. Do I get the whip? You may as well start going. <laughs> yeah, I think it's twitching. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> We've brought it back from the dead. Quick, get the defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> Need a paladin for this shit. Uh, no, but I, I get that same feeling with these Star Wars. Like, they don't have the creativity to keep these moves up, but they know it's going to sell because of the franchise name. I, I get that. Yeah, I yeah. Get, I get that feeling. Yeah, actually, that is the whole reason why The Force Awakens was so popular, because mm. it was the comeback of Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. And then... It, it, I, I'm not going to say that the movie in itself was weak, uh at least in comparison to what came after. <laughs> but there were certain aspects of the movie that you saw that it just played to the older fans. They yes. wanted to make a New Hope 2.0. Yeah, I would agree. I'm not a big fan of Star Wars, but when I saw Death Star Mark III and bringing Han Solo back, it's like, okay, you're reaching here. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was a nice touch to at least try to, to appeal to the old fans, which they have totally let go in the late later movies. No, 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 no. It was about subverting expectations. <sighs> oh, fuck you and your subversionary <laughs> expectations. <laughs> Do you know how you subvert expectations? You write an original fucking story. There's your hint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but now they're bringing the Emperor back for well, the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Yeah. The dark side of force. We get the Senate back, I suppose. <laughs> I have no idea how the fuck they're gonna pull this off. Look, the dark side of the force has strange a power is strange and unknown. That's how they all keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever hear the tragedy of Dark Plague just the whites? <laughs> uh, no, but did you hear the tragedy story about Luke Skywalker? <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> the new trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Yeah, yes, yes. A and now they're gonna make a new trilogy. Oh, no. 
<laughs> we're just not sure if it's going to be Ryan Johnson directing them or it's going to be the guys making the Game of Thrones. Yeah, D&D. Uh, <clears throat> whatever their names yeah. are. I just refer to them as D&D. <laughs> they both have D's in their names. So. <laughs> They're D's. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the biggest hope there is that they do a new story. They don't try to lean on the original Star Wars because it has so much expanded yeah. universe and they never use it for some reason. Mm. Well, the the first thing that Disney did was to decanonize the uh, expanded universe. So, eh. yeah, they, they still do a lot of expansion, have a good story. So it's a massive universe. You, just do a bounty hunter. You got an interesting story there. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we get the Mandalorian soon. Yeah, but we need the new Disney streaming service to be able to see that. Ugh. Or we God. just hoist our flags. <laughs> oh, I see. Or I hear the high seas coming. <laughs> Surfing oh, I, the interwebs. <laughs> I'm just going to say that I do miss the old days of the internet before the, the shutdown of Pirate Bay and everything. Mm. Uh, it was good times. You could get what you wanted and no big risk. But, well, it was just a matter of time before they start cracking down on it, so. Uh, we should it's like the true it. age of piracy. Art <laughs> uh, <laughs> imitates life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which actually, on, on the... T- gonna, oh, start, start with the Somali pirates <laughs> uh, style. Somali Bay. <laughs> How the fuck is that going to look like? I have no idea. Imagine look, look at me. me. I, I am, am the, the captain, captain. now. <laughs> <laughs> Same timing too. Uh, <laughs> great. great minds and everything like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another well, topic of original stories, you know, Star Wars, in a similar batch, Halo has the same problem. They keep reusing Master Chief instead of just going to a different story. <laughs> like Halo 5. Yeah. New guys, and they still have to go and chase down Master Chief. Just let Chief die for once. <laughs> and let him stay dead. Let me die! No. <laughs> yeah, don't whip him like a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> when the problem comes along, you must whip it. <laughs> whip that horse. Whip it good. Whip it good. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, I I actually haven't played anything Halo since the third game. See, I played Halo Reach, which is actually a good game. It has its own story. It doesn't rely on Master Chief. It has some really good mechanics. That's nice. Halo 4, I didn't play because Master Chief, and I didn't like the story or the gunplay. And Halo 5, I've only seen reviews for because I haven't played that either. Hmm. <laughs> but what disappoints me most about Halo is that we have the ODST troops, which are basically human soldiers. And we have all the fucked up shit um, the Navy intelligence has done in the Halo universe. And all you have to do is drop mm-hmm. them onto a ship that's abandoned, have them discover some of the secrets as they go through, and you have a really interesting lore-intense game. And if you can want, you can make it tactical or make yeah. it a horror game. You know, like uh, Colonial Marines was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> The funniest thing about Colonial Marines, they literally just changed one letter on the coding and it fixed all the AI. Oh dear. That's just so sad. It really is. Some person changed, like a G was put in the wrong place and someone fixed it when they went through the code and now the AI actually works. Holy crap. (laughs) Leave it to the community. Mm -hmm. It's like like Bethesda. (laughs) They they just make something, throw it out there and expect the modders to fix it. I was going to say that too. (laughs) <laughs> and then the fuckers take credit for the fixes <laughs> yeah they put it in the creation club and you pay five dollars for someone else's job uh, exactly yeah. god <laughs> <sighs> i mean i guess it wasn't a harm done when uh, when they had this single player open world like all right buy the game then do your thing but if we're gonna beat another dead horse in our undead stable here, when the <laughs> Fallout seventy six, it's time for the radioactive horse. Flog <laughs> <laughs> the Brahmin. Oh, uh, the Brahmin. Ah, <laughs> uh, the library of dead horses. Okay, so yeah, yeah. 
Fallout 76. Like, the worst part about that is they literally just got Fallout 4, modded it badly so it had all the same glitches and made it multiplayer. Of course, it was yeah. going to be a failure. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and And now it's just, holy shit, pay to win and everything like that. Yeah, they're trying to milk whoever's left, and that's the problem there. Yeah, mm. they know it's failing, and, and they're, like, panicking to just make some money off it. Todd, this is not gonna work. <laughs> Todd, you can't patch the beaver up with just fucking duct tape, man. You gotta do something I will else. patch it. It will work. <laughs> it just works. It just works. <laughs> <laughs> duct tape and spit doesn't work, Todd. You haven't learned this after 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> it will work. We will find a way to put it, run Skyrim on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just speaking Skyrim. of Skyrim, uh, they're they're gonna if the PS5 is gonna be backwards compatible, we're gonna have another oh. generation of consoles with Skyrim on it. Oh, God damn yeah. it, Todd! <laughs> like it, soon, he's gonna start pointing it to like the Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> he just needs oh, to sell yeah, Skyrim. That would be nice. Oh, Jesus. But that's the sad oh, part of the best stuff. And why they're going to fail soon, because they have a 20-year-old engine that's been breaking for over 10 years now, and they refuse to update. Yeah. Hmm. But I've seen in the in some, for the Elder Scrolls 6, uh, it, it was a bit of a development release, hmm. and they are really working hard to really updating the current engine with the... What is it called? Photo uh, realistic graphics and all that? But they're still going to have the same base problems, no matter what they do with the updates. I don't know that, because it really seemed they pushing it to to really develop really develop the, their engine. So I, I, I don't know about that. Well, see, my uh, disagreement there is with Fallout 76 was supposed to have a similar engine put into it to work with the graphics, which was buggy as hell. And I think it's mm. 20 years old, so it's used to processing a lot less um, data in it. And, and the other mm. thing is, they have to get their coding very either extremely well done, or they should just update to a new engine. Yeah, that's true. And maybe put their A-team on this? <laughs> <laughs> nah. We're going to have this huge multiplayer game with this new awesome engine, but we're not going to put our A-team to it. We're going to put this a little bit more inexperienced team on that. Todd, no! <laughs> Todd's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a glorified mod. Surely they can do that. Now give me that fucking cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or Todd was like looking over at Bioware like... Ah, Andromeda, I like the idea. Hey, let's do that. <laughs> Looks over at Bioware. Oh, no. Hmm, someone's making more money than me. Maybe if I just resell <laughs> Fallout 4, they can't do the Skyrim memes then. Let's see if we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show them. I'll show them all. <laughs> well, actually, there's this interview with Todd saying that when he was young, he, he said that, oh, I want to make uh, video games and everybody's going to play it. And he was told that, ah, go back to the chess club. And uh, Have you seen that clip? I think I have, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it's safe to say that the reason Todd is doing what it is is because of his sort of weird, twisted way of revenge. <laughs> it, it's like the... The angry nerd getting back at his bullies. It's like I got you nerd all to play rage, it, if you will. <laughs> I got you all to play it. Now I fuck it up. <laughs> Everybody plays my creation. Look at my success. Uh, creative kamikaze. I suppose we can call it. <laughs> Pearl Harbor on your own creation. <laughs> Uh, or the Lusitania. Hmm. hmm. Or maybe 9-11. I mean, if we're talking inside jobs. <laughs> Jet fuel does melt steel beams. Whoopsie. Straight back to edgy content. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the edgy content is the best content. Oh, yeah. like, you've got to be able to laugh at sufferings. If you don't, you'll go fucking mad. Yeah. I mean, I suppose uh, we could call it like a Bloody Mary. It's a nice, savory, tomatoey drink, but some Tabasco in it. 
but it sort of works. A little An bit alcohol. of edge. <laughs> An alcohol, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, you get have alcohol, that's not Bloody Mary. <laughs> it's a Virgin Mary. <laughs> oh, uh, they're gonna give birth. <laughs> Blades a lot, but you still shouldn't be drinking it. Uh, <laughs> it's like that one time in the month, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you never go for the Virgin Mary. Only villains do that, like Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Mary or Rita or whatever. <laughs> uh, look, the, back to <laughs> the edgy content. Comedy is really going to suffer because of political correctness. If you cannot laugh or make fun of things that upset most people, how are you going to have comedy? You have to risk offense to create laughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. But because if we're going to yes, and we're going to have comedy that is this tame and non-offensive, it's going to be like. Oh, well, uh, my, my grandma, she used a Q-tip and, uh, oh, God, it was a horrible history. And someone's going to be like, my grandma died because of a Q-tip, you asshole. <laughs> I was going to say my ancestors used to pick com- content. Content. They used to- content. <laughs> they would bear enough YouTube. They worked for the algorithm. They would find content far and wide and they would demonetize for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Worked on the content plantations. <laughs> they were growing memes. <laughs> More like censoring them. Uh, <laughs> I meant to say my an- my ancestors were collecting cotton, and I said content. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Good thing I could do improv. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we knew what I was going. We just piled right it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like you can't even joke about McDonald's anymore. You know, you go to McDonald's, you get yourself a Happy Meal. The problem is, you're only happy for five minutes because then you look down at your guts and like, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm getting fat. You say that, you're yeah. now offending, <laughs> you know, you're body shaming. Jesus Christ. Hey, my wife is fat, you insensitive bastard. <laughs> I have a thyroid yes, I problem. Can see that, and she takes up all of the places in here. I realized that my fucking seat got taken up because she bought two instead of one for a fat fucking ass. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I'm just waiting for new rules to have fat people sit in the middle of the aisle on the planes because you don't want to have them tip over to the side. (laughs) You don't want them fucking up the balance of the plane. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, should one of us switch place? In other case, we're going to Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I mean, Canada's a fucking joke as well. Like, you call someone by the wrong name or pronoun, next thing you know, you're going to jail. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucked up. I'm going oh, yeah. to jail. <laughs> I was going to say that next too. I was preparing a joke. It's like you're going to your wife. Jesus Christ, honey, you look like a fucking dyke. You know, the FBI knocks on the door. Open up to the FBI. I'm going to jail. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's <laughs> an interesting cesspool, that. Yeah. Uh, it really is. So they're trying to bring those. I actually have well. another point. That uh, yeah, philosopher I was talking about oh, earlier. Yeah, Cezac. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, anyways, one of the points he actually made in the same video I was referring to earlier was that uh, before the civil war on the Balkans in the nineties, uh, in in the eighties and early nineties, there were actually so much conflict going, and one of the first things that uh, they did to sort of counter it was to manage language and speech like we see today because you couldn't have any form of offensive joking. Yep. Oops. <laughs> yeah. And what happens in the Balkans? Well, we do know what happened there. And I think this is also part of the issue we have today that because you cannot talk uh, or joke about certain things, People are going to get frustrated, they are going to get mad, and before you know it, you will have real conflict. Yeah, yeah I fully agree with that. That's and true. we had that with, um, as I said yesterday, the Christchurch shooter said that was his main reason. Mm. Because our politicians are getting slandered in silence, they bring up um, the uh, Muslim immigration. I'm not going to go into that on this podcast. Um, 
But he felt there was a severe problem there that were going to be bred out or at least replaced by the Muslims. And so he felt the only way to even get his voice out there and his views out there now because of the censorship and control of speech was to go and shoot 50 Muslims so people would be able to read his manifesto. The entire point was to get the media to bring up his manifesto so people would read it and it was to try and inspire other shooters. Yeah, I mean, that's fucked up. Yeah, it really is. Like, you should never result to violence. Exactly. But the the main thing here is just that he was so frustrated that he went that to those extreme mes- measures to just get his opinion out there. Now, yeah. it's a stupid opinion in all ways there is, in my yeah, I believe at least. I, I would agree as well. But he should have had the right to express it, yeah. and we should have been able to meet that and critique it. Yeah, and chances hmm. are, if we critiqued it and sort showed him why he was wrong, maybe he wouldn't have accepted it. But other people with those similar ideas starting to form them, we could put them on the correct path. You just have to allow free yeah, speech. Exactly. I but, mean, we have a huge problem here in Sweden with the immigrant crisis and everything. And one of the reasons we have such a crisis is because we aren't really allowed to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that a lot, especially because we have the internet now, which allows us to hear other views, which now mainstream media doesn't, which is a massive problem with mainstream media and one of the many reasons it's dying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the topic of free speech is that we have hate speech laws as suggested in every country and they shouldn't be allowed. And 1984, yeah. um, there's, uh, you probably should know this because you've read it, um, they controlled speech. They were <laughs> deleting words from the dictionary so people could not express certain emotions or thoughts. And I yeah. remember there was a line it saying, the destruction of language is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, living in a world that uh, doesn't have that. Yeah, well, the thing is that one of the most powerful scenes in that book is actually when uh, you, you hear the perfect example of doublethink. Uh, and there is this big military parade, because in, in the world of 1984, there are three major powers. Uh, I can't really remember the names of them, but it's like sort of a European power, a North American or American power, and a Asian Eastern Asian power. Mm. And these powers always fight, and it's more or less always that two are allied against one. But who are allies and who are fighting, it's always changing. And in the scene here, uh, there is a speech for uh, they were celebrating the alliance between the faction that uh, what's his name Winston the protagonist yeah yep, yep. Win- the, the the faction that Winston lives in is part of and they're supposed to be celebrating uh, the alliance with one of these other major powers but in the middle of the speech there comes someone out and uh, leaves a message to the speaker. And it says that the alliance has changed. And what happens is that uh, the speaker says that, oh, we've all been deceived. And the the former ally, they have always been the enemy. And so what happens is they start tearing down all of the uh, images and everything that celebrates the alliance. And instead says that we've been deceived. These, These have always been the enemy. And everybody just believes it. Everybody is just way on par with what's happening now, and nobody objects because in their minds it's like, yes, this has always been the thing, even though that just 10 seconds ago they were their big ally. Yep. As through the absolute control they've had through education and destroying words, and you must believe the news because the news is complete truth. Uh, yeah. So when things change, they instantly go, okay, I must believe the truth. That's how their brains have been conditioned. That's how brainwashing works, prolonged conditioning. Yeah. Mm. And it's just so fucking scary to live in, in a time where we see the, this totalitarianism just surfacing. Yeah. And you're not allowed to critique what's happening because at that point you're just an enemy. Mm. Yeah. That, that's entirely true, unfortunately. Uh, in fact, like my country, because our any employer will check out your Facebook or your Twitter if you they can find it. So, for example, I went to my Fraser Anning speech as a conservative, and I listened to him talk. Now, I don't even have to agree with anything he says, but because I was there, that can stop me from being employed if it was public knowledge on my public profile where you have my face seen. Mm. And that's a scary thing to be in. I didn't have to agree with someone, but if I listen to the wrong speech, I can basically yeah. be written off being employed. Mm. And that's fucked up. 
Mm. That's and the I main. I guess that's why we are doing our own thing on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I see it as a sort of a safety valve for <laughs> our own frustrations. Yeah, I would sort say. Of. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. have a place just to spew out our steam and pressure, and then just going back to. Uh, yeah, what, how, how do you say? Um, how do you say that in English? Can you hand in the fickan? Clench your fist in your pocket, so yeah. to speak. Like a true Swede. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, also, the other benefit of the internet is you can see that there's other people out there. You're not the only one that thinks this is all insane. You can see there's other people that agree with you, and it's not that you're you're, you're part of a silent group, not that you're the only one that goes, everything's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Fellow wrong thinkers. Exactly. <laughs> yes, wrong thinkers. Exactly. <laughs> Ah. If you're listening to this, you are part of the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to this ten nope. years, we might have been slandered and our heads chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have been a good run at least. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, we went down laughing. Oh yeah. Just cool. imagine it in a couple of hundred years and uh, archaeologists get hold of our podcast <laughs> and start listening and thinking, what the hell is this? <laughs> Not gonna get any of the reference. This is revolutionary heresy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're space marines back there. Brother, what are you listening to? I believe it is heresy, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know what the degenerates of the old world thought, but I believe it was wrong. <laughs> uh, oh, what, yeah. what does it say? Do, do you let your men consume such smut? <laughs> <laughs> you inspire men to study such spouse, Mutt Commissar! You heretic! <laughs> Fantastic Do- scene in If the Emperor Had Text to Speech Device. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Do not look at her. Look at the Emperor, for the Emperor is eternal. Yeah. <laughs> Breasts are temporarily. The love of the Emperor is eternal. <laughs> uh. On a completely different note, uh, I'm just looking for a new uh, message tune for my phone, and I'm actually looking for a Warhammer 40k related thing. So either I'm gonna have uh, a Space Marine, a Chaplain, or better part, if I can find a Commissar line that works. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Even though I do want to get into Warhammer, but it's so goddamn expensive for those models. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, whenever I see dumb shit, I just find myself going, Brother, gets the flamer. The heavy <laughs> flamer. <laughs> Reading Citizen, what's going on in this thread? By the Emperor! Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I work at a charity store the other day. Not only did we have Twilight donated to us, we had gay vampire erotica and a French maid outfit donated. It's like, by the Emperor, oh God. gets ah! a flamer. <laughs> The heavy flamer. Hans, get the flamer. <laughs> Never mind, forget the flamer, get the Gustav. <laughs> I'm gonna need a heavy bolter for this heresy. <laughs> oh, you know, so many gays, so it's so good. Oh, man. It was sad that yeah. you have more fun laughing at the extremism of fucking space marines than you can the left. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh. Oh my. <clears throat> well, we've been going on for a while now, so do we have any closing thoughts on our current situation? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll go first, I suppose. Uh, comedy's mm-hmm. a real bitch to do now, especially on things like fa- uh, YouTube and Facebook, where they not only censor you, they take your videos down or copyright strike you, so you can't make any money. Uh, if mm-hmm. I... Cause I I originally planned on doing a skit show on YouTube. The thing was, I have a wrong think, as we call it, and I didn't want to be publicly seen because I need to get a job. Um, So that's a massive danger problem there, which is a massive problem of content creation, is that we have to censor ourselves and think the right ideas. Hope that looks like Mm. it's changing now. Hopefully it does, because otherwise we will get more extremists, and that's going to be a much worse problem. Um, Yeah. Hmm. The game industry is definitely going to have a massive turn, but that's a topic for an entirely different tw- podcast. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, yes. 
what else do we talk about uh, besides oh, sorry, the Australian film industry? When, when, uh, what happens when you have an uh, industry that relies on a short budget, such as the Australian industry did back in the 80s and 90s, is you get creativity because you have to work within those restrictions and that breeds creativity. Hmm. Unless it's Sweden, because at this point, uh, any filmmaker that gets uh, money from the uh, the state, they they usually work on low budgets, but all of their projects are like this feminist uh, sort of uh, existential issue thing. Drama, propaganda. Angsty. Yeah. <laughs> In lack of better words, yes. <laughs> Call it what it is, it's propaganda. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's... I think that's pretty much sums it up. Yeah. 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 So please, Dave, plug your uh, channels. Yeah, channels. Well, channel one for now on YouTube, which is Fair Dinkum Dave, same as my name here. There may be in the future Tin Hat Dave, which will be for my podcast, where I finally find myself a co-host. Uh, I also <laughs> have Twitch, which is, again, Fair Dinkum Dave, and Twitter, where I do all my um, – I share all my information, all the thoughts I have. Uh, I promote my channel and my Twitch there. So go follow Twitter there. You can also interact with me and send me direct messages. Um, I think that's about everything. Yeah. Hmm. Shield the living shit out of your, your channel. <laughs> oh, damn straight. I'm, I'm going to shield the shit out of my own stuff. How else am I going to make money? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the world's we support that decision. Yes. <laughs> Stand I'm the world's down. worst shield. I can't even pay myself. <laughs> For edgy humour, I'm the opposite of a Jew. I I work for free. (laughs) (laughs) You're broken. You don't eat kosher, I guess. (laughs) Oi, Uh, (laughs) Well, I guess we should end it before we go even further. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This is to go even further beyond. (laughs) 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 But this has been a great time. I am really happy that you came on with us. Yep, and uh, really, we have to do this again. This was fun. Yes, yeah, yes it was. I really enjoyed being on. It was a good laugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and uh, we'll continue talking over Twitter, and uh, I'll try to catch your streams whenever I can. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to try and do the more late late at night ones so Gene catch them because of the time differences. Yeah, they're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yesterday, after I think we spoke for like two and a half, three hours, my cheeks were sore just because of how much we were laughing. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we aim for these. But yeah, when you got time or when I've got time, I'm happy to do another podcast with you. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And you can get in touch with us on the usual places uh, Twitter. Yeah. Our handle is at DRH Podcast. You can send us mail, uh, dead.red.herring at gmail.com. And we have our stuff on most places you find podcasts. We do upload on YouTube from time to time. and All uh, the time, just a little bit delayed. Yeah. I'm looking at you. Well, get me the sound files in time, then, then we'll talk. What, so it's my fault now? <laughs> Damn straight it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope everybody had a good time. At least I did. Oh, yes. <laughs> I did and, uh, <laughs> and I hope you that listened had a good time as well. And I hope you'll be back for more weird shenanigans later on. So until <laughs> then, uh, have a good time. And bye, everyone. Later. I mean, to be fair, as an English speaker, you could get any Swedish word and just have it sound like a fantasy name. Rövklåda. <laughs>